following professional wrestler is the last true sick boy, the video nasty, and the original cult classic. Hello, welcome to the Sick Boy Video Club. My name is Rory Coyle. I'm joined by the lovely Rob Bedford. There we go. Thanks. Um, Smooth. So, Rob, I wanted to do something a little bit different today. Yeah. I haven't told you before I hit record. You haven't? Um, I was going to say, I've not seen you in a few weeks. We've, I have. <laughs> we, we, we've not done much in a couple of weeks. We've been like weeks. ships in the ships in the night. So I wanted to um, cover uh, two things before yeah. we do. We'll do some back-to-back episodes, but yeah. I wanted to cover two things. So you have recently been to download. Yes, I have. And I wanted you to, yeah. How was your download? Let's talk about your download. Download was sick. Um, I went on the Sunday, so I only got like one day out of the the four days that there was bands on, but I got to catch the two bands I wanted to see. Like two of the bands that were on the lineup that I was like, these are the two bands I need to see. Yeah. So who um, were they? One was one on Terror. One, one was Terror, uh, one of my favorite bands, and one was a band called Graphic Nature, um, who used to be another band years ago. A really good friend of mine was in that band, and I still know the rest of the guys. So it was really nice to actually go and see them absolutely crush it. And like their set was, it was dirty. I've seen footage, Robert, of you, uh, (laughs) of you getting my boogie on. Getting your boogie on like a man half your age, half your age. Oh man. So Terror, Terror, one of my favorite bands. Uh, Keeps of the Faith is one of, in my opinion, one of the best hardcore records about. And... As soon as they played the first note, I was like, so I was with Kirsten and I was with Kieran who works at my studio. And I was like, bye. Caesar. And I literally just ran into the pit and I was getting back. Literally after the first song, I was like, I think it was the hardest I've moved, <laughs> including like PT, gym, football. This, this decade. Like it was the hardest I've moved in a long time. And I was like, <gasps> so I'm going to ask a really <sighs> stupid question here. Yeah, um, and I'm, I'm I'm guessing that everyone I know you can probably answer this mm-hmm. better for me. So what what makes a what makes a band a hardcore band? Like what like because because I hear this term used a lot, and this mm-hmm. is probably like me because like a lot of the a lot of the stuff that you would listen to or like Kirsten would listen to, and like a lot of people as well in the wrestling scene, um, like people like like Clint Majera who have wrestled a few times and like. Scotty Rock and all these people, they'll mention like the hardcore scene, but like what it like, what, what is def- it? What defines like what a hardcore band is? You know, it's it's really hard to kind of say. It's like being a metal band, but more shouty and less like kind of screamy. And it's like it's kind of like the uh, less less screamy, less screamy, but but shouty, I guess. So I don't know. I'm. It's really hard to actually define what hardcore is now. I think with how many subgenres. You know, every fucking week there's a new subgenre. Like, so would would a would a festival like Outbreak? That's a hardcore festival. So that's like a hardcore. Yeah, that's festival. like okay. that. That's like a good definition of like what a hardcore festival is. Is there something different about like the pacing of it as compared to like a regular metal band? Yeah, or is it's it more it, the vocals or what is it? It's kind of like a bit of both, really. So typically, that like, you might find a hardcore band might be like it's it's kind of like the the fusion of metal and punk. So okay, right. it'll still have like that ferocity and like the riffs of metal i guess but then it might have like the sort of vocal style and the speed of punk i guess that's kind of like where like that's what the definition is in for me at least 
that's kind of it's like that where metal meets punk but then when you start introducing more subgenres you've got like metallic hardcore which is literally just like a hardcore band that has just like more metal riffs i guess <laughs> So it gets it gets I was like, is that just hardcore plus James Hetfield <laughs> plus <laughs> more like, much. hey woman hey. Okay. pretty much yeah um but I mean if you look at like I mean I think it kind of depends on like what sort of era you look at as well like if you look at bands like Agnostic Front Madball um you could be making you could be making up these bands no no, no, I, no, no. Like, uh-huh. these, these are very yeah. good bands um people consider these bands to be like you know orgies of hardcore i guess um and then you kind of you get like more like i said modern bands terror like 20 plus years going now okay so um, like this scene this scene so so, so they kind of give this like a little bit of the context so like my my musical taste like starts with like metallica um which i probably started listening to in like the 90s that's how old I am. Like the early nineties. Metallica had some bangers in the nineties. Yeah, but well. then but at that stage obviously Metallica had been around a while. Mm-hmm. So like this hard was the hardcore scene around when when like the stuff I was listening to was there or did it like oh, did yeah. it or did it like hit like its stride in the nineties? Was was there a hardcore scene in the eighties? Yeah. The hardcore scene in the seventies? So there's a really good documentary on I think it's Vice, which is just about New York hardcore. And it talks about like kind of the roots of it and how it started and a lot of people kind of refer to those roots as like new york hardcore where like the hotbed was for it and that's where you saw bands like you know like that era bands like agnostic run sick of it all start to have like kind of pop off um yeah so like it's been around for like you know before that before that way before the 90s you know okay. you can trace it back to like the late 70s and early 80s and then yeah it's just like kind of grown and grown and grown but there's so many just like little subgenres for it, subcultures, and then you've got like straight edge hardcore. You've got all sorts. <laughs> so the so has there ever been like a has there ever been like a hardcore band or a band with like hardcore roots that have just like transcended that genre and got to like um, you know like a worldwide kind of base type of thing? Um, I think there's definitely a bunch of bands that have definitely done that but the one that kind of comes to mind is a more recent band uh malevolence because malevolence are so malevolence are hardcore i think they're a hardcore band oh, i guess I but like in that case i don't mind hardcore music like I, I guess they're a hardcore band but like they are a metal band as well like yeah i remember seeing malev like years and years and years ago like before the first album and around that sort of like uh, around the first album cycle as well and playing to like 50 or 100 people and they're just I looked at them as like a hardcore band back then. Now I'm like, they're just a fucking mint band. Yeah. Because they, they evolved and evolved and evolved. Are they from the Yorkshire area? Chef. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Cool. Chef. So, but I yeah. think that, that's a band that's kind of transcended that genre because now it's like the, you know, like the next headline tour they're on, like has Silosis, kind of like a almost techie metal band, super riffy, really, really cool band. Headline, like doing like the main support, but then Guilt Trip, which is like, I kind of as what I would define as like a modern hardcore band as well in the bill. So it's like, as long as it's just heavy and it's cool and it's fucking okay. sick, it doesn't really matter now. So I have another silly question now, as you take a breath. Sorry. Um. So what's the difference between hardcore and like new metal? 
<laughs> the, this is me being old man sits on porch and goes, "What are they listening to?" That's this is basically what this is. So new metal is like that sort of fusion of genres where you've got like it's weird because like I look like you got got the bands like Corn right and Cold Chamber and Limp Biscuit, but each of those bands all sound very very different, but they're all new metal. What Corn class is new metal? Yeah, like I'd, I'd, I'd class like. Yeah, this is where wrestling's simple. Hardcore yeah. wrestling's easy to define. It's wrestling with weapons. So, so I think music, like that's where, um, that's I, what I'm always kind of curious about because, like, a lot of, I've heard you mention a few times, and I've heard a couple of different people. I've heard some people mention outbreak and stuff before as well. But then I mentioned as well on the new metal thing, Graphic Nature. I'd say they're definitely like a new metal band, but they don't sound anything like Cornell and Biscuit or Cold Chamber. Right, and okay. I always think that. The term new metal is weird. It's just fucking weird. It doesn't make it doesn't make any sense, but you know it's a new metal band. And usually like you can kind of um identify it by, you know, Limp Biscuits like have like got lots of like metal riffs, right? But then it's also got like DJ and scratching, yeah. like kind of, like DJ samples and like scratching and then rapping in it. And then you've got something like Cold Chamber. That has a lot of electronic in it as well, but really goes in on the heavy with like the heavy riffs and the heavy vocal styles. But it's all very singy and catch it like kind of got lots of really good hooks, right? Okay. So it's hard to define what the fuck new metal is, but it's really easy to identify that's a new metal band. Yeah. So okay. it, it's a weird enigma, and it's like I remember when I was getting into music at the kind of like the when I started getting into like secondary school, I kind of give me a year, Rob, make me feel old. Uh, 2000 and when did I oh fuck did I start school secondary school 2000 2003 is when I started secondary school 2003 you're yeah. a layer yeah you're a layer I'm born 92 Jesus Christ yeah. man 92 so 2000 2003 was 2003 my... 2003 let me tell you something <laughs> Robert Bedford <laughs> I had I had moved to this country yeah working class hero Rory Coyle had moved to this country on my own on your own? Uh, tender age of, I don't know, fucking 17, 18. Um, to the, to the, I've been uh, here since 2002. To so the wider unknown. 2002, you were starting secondary school. Yeah. And I was out fucking paying my own bills. Doing you were? Washing. You were? <laughs> Back in my day. Um, oh, I remember like when I started getting into music. I, fuck, I'm old. <laughs> we're both old. I loved, I fell in love with Metallica and Slayer and Death. And arbitrary and bands like that. And then I discovered Slipknot and kind of went work my way back. But I remember listening to Iowa. Being like, that's full. And we've already spoke about Iowa and what my opinion is of that because it's but, fucking unreal. But well, this explains why you don't hate St. Anger. Yeah, I, I don't fucking hate St. Anger. I think St. Anger, if. Choose your next words. Okay, right. I'm going to choose my next words really carefully, right? Someone <laughs> re recorded St. Anger with a good snare and it just changes <laughs> the album and it just show, it proves the show. Shows to prove, fucking goes whatever. to show, goes to show that if you have <laughs> shitty sound production, you can fuck a record. You can fuck a good record with shitty sound. Production. I think there's some okay stuff on that album. I think it was just maybe there was a build date. There was oh. a big, big build, and I remember going to see them. I think maybe shortly after Saint Anger come out, yeah, um, and everyone's just being really. I think too. It didn't help that it was the first time they played Ireland in a long time. Yeah, and they just got robbed in the lineup, and they 
everyone was like, they better not play a lot of Saint Anger. So there was a the, the audience there was at the RDS. Was it um, on that album cycle as well? It was in the RDS race course. So it was just when they got it was just when Rob joined. So it was after Jason. Oh, left. okay, cool. That's the same Rob, like you know me and him are bros. Um, and it was it was the RDS, or was it not Punchestown race course? Maybe I think it might have been Punchestown. Um, it's fucking huge, this huge big open air mm. place in Ireland, and um, the audience there were clearly. Like I would have been one of the younger people in the audience because the audience there were people that had definitely gone to see Metallica yeah. when they played Ireland in like the late 80s and stuff. Mm. And they hadn't been there in ages. And there was just this weird bubbling vibe of like, <laughs> you better not play St. Anger. Yeah, they were just really angry. Um, but also it didn't help that the first time I went to see them, I'll, I'll probably get this bell mixed up in my head, but it was the darkness opened. And then I want to say it was... I want to say it was someone like Lost Prophets or something. Ooh. And then after that was Linkin Park. Okay. And then it was Metallica. That's I might be getting the years wrong because they did like two years in a row. So I might be mixing up the lineups a, a little bit. Lineup. And Linkin Park were pretty good. Yeah. But that crowd was just not there for like, they were like, they were throwing bottles and stuff at them, which was pretty shitty. Yeah, that's shitty. Yeah, and right. I think like someone was like, if you keep doing that, we're just going to keep playing. Um, <laughs> Honestly, that's the only way I do it. I think, it was, yeah, it was real weird. And then the other year, um, it, I might be getting, uh, maybe I put Lost Profits in the wrong year. It might have been Lost Profits, Slipknot, then Metallica the second year. And okay. um, it was a little bit better vibe because I think they, they hadn't played a lot of St. Anger. Yeah. They maybe did like, is it Invisible Kid and maybe St. Anger? Like it, it might have been the two that they did. It's weird. Is Invisible it's, Kid off that one? Or is yes, it off it, that point? I, I think, yeah, I'm... I'm yeah. Anyway, go way off track here. So, where did you do your little crowd surf? For Tara during Stick Tight. Okay. Which is my favorite Tara song. So, what Kirsten described this as, she said, I don't know how he did it <laughs> because there was a lot of small lasses there. No, there wasn't that many. Like, <laughs> on the front. So, where I was stood, there was a bunch of people who were, like, bigger than me. Like, taller than me, like, bulkier than me. And then most of the front crowd, don't get me wrong, there's people of all sizes there. But there was enough people who were like my height and my build where I was like, I can do this. Like, because I'm it's conscious not like of that. You can do it. It's like they can do it. Like, well, Rob, all you're doing is getting surfed. So when, when you're, you're not crowd, putting the fucking when you're crowd surf, you make sure like you've got one hand going ahead, like tapping people. <laughs> like you've got to like kind of like Rob's gesturing this out. Like he's so you've got to like make sure like you're feeling it out. The uh, so stick tight is my favorite terror song. It's just a fucking banger. Um, yeah, I love it. So I was kind of like getting my getting my buggy on, singing along, doing the thing. And Scott Vogel, the singer of Terror, um, <laughs> they, um, there used to be a, a Twitter called Vogelisms. Oh, yeah, you mentioned this and to me before. He just says stuff. He yeah, just he says really funny shit on stage. And I think the best like tweet was like, hey, uh, hey, hey, sound guy. Can I get more stage dives in these monitors? So he's, he, he, I download, I think it's, a, you're not allowed to actually say, can you crowd surf? Um, I remember years ago, there was a thing about it. Um, you can still like kind of like gesture, get up here and stuff like that. But you can't. I, no, I think it'd be I, like, hey, let's start a I think crowd it, surf. Yeah, I think it's, you actively can't be like crowd surf, like the actual language. Um, I might be wrong, who fucking knows? It's an air freshener just scaring me in the corner. But, uh, 
Mr. Vogel uh, requesting reverse stage dives. So I was like, you know, fuck this, I'm going up. I haven't crowd surfed in like eight years. So there's a couple of guys next to me and I just said to them, like, can I, can I just go up? Here, lads, lads, and give me an egg. They just fucking threw me up. And it was honestly, it was great. I hurt my ankles coming back down on the other side when security caught me. So yeah, but it was really good. It was a, it was a right good time. So there's only one thing. So yeah, I was really pissed at both of you for going to download. I'm sorry. The reason I was pissed at both of you is while you were at download, having the greatest day of your lives, having the, having the best time. I will say the heat was horrible. While you were doing that, I was in a car on the way to Manchester. Uh, the aircon is broken in the car. It has been broken for about 16 months. Too long. Yeah, I mean, I'll get around it. Well, it's getting fixed, isn't it? It's getting fixed. Soon. Yeah. So um, I was on the way to solve pro wrestling mm -hmm. to take part in a match that was called Heavy Nettle Nightmare. And you guys are just in a field having a great time, just watching fucking Slipknot and the lads. Honestly, as much as I love Slipknot, I didn't think they were very good. Well, they, had, they had some issues, didn't they, in the build-up? I, had, I was think... Was Clown or someone? Was Clown leaving the band? Or who was um, leaving the band? Did someone someone uh, left. Craig's left, and Clown wasn't around for the show. Um, he's like, I think he's like on a sick leave or something. The, uh, I can't remember. Carson showed me a picture. He said Clown was there. He's just really trim. It's it's not him. It's oh, just, it's, it's the same. It's the same oh, stage okay. uh, stage gear. Um, from what I'm aware, but yeah, the um, we watched like five songs of Slipknot and we left. And it, honestly, like I think it was where we were stood. The wind was just fucking the sound. Sometimes it sounded really clear, and sometimes like I couldn't hear Corey at all singing. And I was like, more uh, Corey, more Corey. But it was honestly like you know. It's Slipknot, I, I think it's like a real safe headliner for download now, where everyone's just going to fucking enjoy it, because the class live. But for me, I was like, I've seen him six, seven times now. And I said, it's a curse. And I went, You're I'm in a hurry to, to get in the car. I just said, I'm, like, I'm, commit happy, I'm happy the, to go now. <laughs> commit the wrestling travel Sin. worst crime you can of being the front seat passenger, Robert, <laughs> and going to sleep on the driver. I'll say this, I fell asleep for maybe a couple of minutes. You have no concept of how long you fell asleep because a couple of days later I said, I can't believe you slept that long. I rang the car and was on the phone. You're like, were you? I was like, no, what the fuck, mate? Exactly. But I could have been because you have no concept. Exactly. But I trust what was said to me. See, in the 80s, back in the 80s, I didn't wrestle in the 80s. Um, and, all, and honestly, this is a side of wrestling that I'm so glad, I'm gonna, I'm I'm gonna, glad it's I'm gone. Gonna, you would have been up in wrestling. There's court for that. So I'm going to put, a court I'm gonna put my defense. In wrestling. I'm going to put my defense down now. I was trying to keep my, um, I was trying to keep myself awake. I was like, my, I'm trying to peel my eyes back. I was like, I don't want to fall asleep. I'm really, really sorry. Uh, but I could feel my eyes going. And I dozed for a couple of minutes. It was like, oh. And I was really apologetic. I was like, sorry, it's not fair. And then I went onto a, a, a rabbit hole on Twitter, which I'm not going to mention. Um, it's not dirty. But I went on the rabbit hole on Twitter and that kept me awake. Right. Because I was like actively concentrated. Do you think you fell asleep, Rob, because you had about 16 churros <laughs> yes. and you had a sugar crash? I reckon, I, I, maybe. 
So I had a lot of food at download. I was going to enjoy it. It's my birthday weekend. I was like, I'm going to enjoy it. Oh, happy this. birthday. Thank you very much. I mean, it's late. late. But we, uh, I got you some birthday pizza, though. I got you. You did. It was very nice. A couple nice. of slices of Lucky Ted's birthday pizza. And I thoroughly appreciate it. The, um, uh, yeah, fucking download food. I love it, but it's shit. It's always like festival food, shit, but I love it. So usually I could go for them, go for them cheeseburgers, but I got this fucking horrible chicken burger. So I was like, you know what? I'm getting churros. I ended up having two, two cups of them. They were great. How many churros was that? Uh, I think it was like me, 20. Maybe. And you wonder why you fell asleep. You were riding a sugar <laughs> high and then you definitely crashed. Yeah, maybe. It was only afterwards I spoke to Kirsten and I go, wait a minute, he had loads of churros. And she's again, do you not think that maybe he had a sugar, sugar crash? And she's like, oh yeah, that does make sense. Maybe. I mean, I would have If I was driving, you know what I would have been doing to you? Chop me. I would have been chopping you. <laughs> I would have been chopping you back, back awake. Although sometimes if I am driving and someone goes to sleep, I used to travel with... Um, a guy called Adam Max there, who's like the like one of the funniest guys I've ever met, and he would often go to sleep. I would just put on podcasts. I would just listen to he. So one time we were on the way back. I think it was from. I can I imagine that's real disorienting. One of them, waking up mid podcast. Uh, uh, no, but we were coming back from one of the lower down. So I didn't do a lot of the buttons camps. I only I was I was lucky enough to do them like a couple of times. But those guys did them like all summer. And I remember that the drive back was really nasty because it was like, mm. we'd have to drive back and we'd have to drop off like two or three people on the way there. Yeah. So for me and Adam, it would kind of be like, we would, we would finish the show and we'd pack up. And like, I only ended up doing this a few times. So there's guys that do this all summer and I, I just don't know how they do it. We'd drive back. And I think for me and him, it ended up sometimes being like a seven or a nine or journey or something like that. Yeah. And we got to Weatherby one night and I pulled in and I was like, and I just kind of said, to, I was just honest with him. I said, Max, that I'm not going to make it, man. Like, I'm, I'm fucked. Like, I was like, we, you know, go if we stop for like 30 minutes, have a little sleep. He's like, oh yeah, great. So I went inside, um, I got a coffee, put the seat back, went to sleep. I woke up and I was like, wow, I feel great now. Mm-hmm. And like at the time I was living kind of north of Newcastle, Max, that was around the Newcastle area. Yeah. So I just started driving. That fucker, that big, handsome fucking Love Island contestant tattooed fucker slept the whole way like a baby. Mm. The whole way from Weatherby. Was he like laid back as well? Oh, mate, he was like cuddled up, blessing me. He, oh, looked, bless. he looked adorable. And he woke up as soon as I pulled into his street. And I was like, you piece of... He woke up and went, oh, oh, oh thanks very much for that, Irish. The, the irony being, he's also Irish and he would call me Irish. Excellent. Uh, and he's like, oh, that's great. Cheers, mate. And he got in the car and I was like, He's lucky that he's handsome and funny. And he can get away with... And ridiculously... This ta- and like a ridiculously talented wrestler, because otherwise I'd be really annoyed. Um, but yeah, it, I, like that was... As soon as he went to sleep, I was like, well, put on my movie podcast. And he didn't wake the whole time. The sound, the entire time? No, he was out for the count. Sound little baby. Sound See, little baby. I, I, in my brain... For those few minutes of sleep, knew that this was a few sin. Few minutes of sleep. For, I Did knew this dirty? was a sin and I threw myself awake. But download was great. <laughs> I'm glad you had a good download because I had a good, I had a fun time at Sav Pro. Um, I don't think there's been, there's, there's pictures, there's some footage of it. Um, I hadn't been to download as well for like eight years, maybe. So it was nice to just go experience it for the day, see a bunch of mates see some mates play and see one of my favorite bands. So it was, it was a pretty, it was pretty solid. I stung myself with nettles. 
That's what that's how my day went. I reverse stage dived. You got nettled. We both had very nice experiences with I, that. I didn't, Robert. It stung my fingers. <laughs> okay. I sold stingy fingers. I sold a lot of merch though. And that it was worth it. <laughs> it, it. It's worth it. Although I was, so I was. I'll, I'll, yeah, we'll finish up and I'll describe what it was. So, Sapper Wrestling, we're doing a series of uh, Rory Coyle presents matches. So this one was number two, and this is Rory Coyle presents Heaven, Heavy Nettle Nightmare. So it's a hardcore wrestling match. Um, the guys in it were Alton Thorne, a guy who kind of primarily often uses uses loads of different weapons, but he does use nettles. Why nettles? Real nettles as well. Why? Um, against a guy called RPD, who's like a former, um, I want to say like pro, I, I don't really know the, the differentiation, but he was a former, I think he made him a pro boxer. How do you get to, I'm going to use nettles? <sighs> it's a long story. With Alton, it's a long story. He did explain it to me, like his dad used to be a boxer and uh, like a fairly high level. And I think he, um, he used to train with nettles. They build up his tolerance and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, the match had a lot of silliness in it. I was doing my live commentary again yeah. from ringside, um, having like the best time. Um, somebody tried to whop me. I don't know if you're familiar with what in wrestling. Yeah, no, I am. It's like um, the Steve Austin thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so some guy tried to whop me. Um, it's just an, at this stage now, trying to whop me is just a nuisance because mm. it just means that I've got to derail myself for like a couple minutes to make you feel really stupid. Yeah. Um, so people, yeah, some guy did it. And I was like, right, well, I don't, I think what a lot of people don't realize is this is me talking slowly. Mm. And this is me like taking breaths and stuff. You can probably hear my breaths. Um, but yeah, some guy tried to whop me. So then I, I was like, mate, you don't know what you're doing. You're chatting to Rory Coyle the last week, sick by the video nasty. And I'm a cult classic. And you know, I can talk really fast because I'm from Ireland. So what are you going to do now? <laughs> and then he kind of went, oh, I went, yeah, okay. Right. So back to the promo. Um, the finish of the match. I think I actually saw that clip specifically. Oh, you probably saw the picture of me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're pointing at some yeah. guy. Um, the finish of the match was vile. There was a swimming pool, like a paddling pool. Yeah. Full of nettles. Full oh. of nettles. And I think the cool thing is a lot of the crowd were like, mm, they're not probably not real nettles. Like they probably like boiled them or they probably got ones like that, you know, yeah. are de-stung or whatever. I don't know how you Sting in that old bot. Um, I was say, does boiling tea? I think it does, yeah. Okay. Um, because you get a nettle tea and stuff, and I think people boil them. I don't, I think it's different nettles for nettle tea, but um, so the finished match was <laughs> it was a swim pool full of them. Um, Big Alton tried to like drop them in it, RPD put them in um, like a chokehold, Alton banged them off some turnbuckles, and then I may have started taking for a dip, and uh. <laughs> They just dived into the swamp pool full of nettles. Um, and then just when I thought it was over, um, RPD popped back up and locked on a, a movie called Taz Mission, made famous by Taz, and uh, pulled him back into the nettles. Um, it was beautiful carnage. But my favorite thing was the crowd did think they were fake nettles. Yeah. And at certain stages of the match, like the nettles did like come flying out of the ring. Didn't really hit anyone, but it landed close enough. Yeah. And then you could hear little pockets of people going like, they're, they're fucking real, real nettles. <laughs> they're real. I lifted a board out. So a part of, at one stage of match, Alton's like, there's a board on. I didn't know there was any of this stuff. I didn't know there was paddling pool under the ring. He's like, get me the paddling pillow. You know, but, um, I pulled a board out. Yeah. And I went to put it above my head. It kind of slipped and went towards the fans a little bit. So I re-grabbed it, stung my hands. 
then slid it in. I just heard a guy behind me going like, smell them. The, the real fucking nettles. <laughs> so that was the indicator. But um, yeah, the guys had a... You know what? That'd be great on a t-shirt. Yeah, smell them, the real, <laughs> the real nettles. nettles. Um, but the guys, had a, the guys had a good match. They had a, yeah, like I did not envy them at all. Like I'm really bad for nettles things and stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah, um, I, hate, I fucking hate nettles. And they were like fucking covered. Like, I mean, shoulders, necks, head, face. Oh, yeah, doing the Lord's work. But it's, um, I think the reason I like it is there's nothing. I don't know, it's not everyone's cup of tea. And someone sent me a clip of some guys reviewing it afterwards. And they were kind of, they very much said that. They're like, it's not really my cup of tea, but as a weird spectacle, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Because it's like, that's the idea. It's like it sticks out. So while you were having a nice day, I don't know what I was getting stung by fucking nettles. But thankfully, the, the other guys in the match, um, yeah, they went through worse than me. Um, yeah, they although, HT Drake game. was there, a guy who I've wrestled with ages ago, and he was like my, my designated cameraman. Yeah. So one stage, I wanted him to get a perfect shot. So I was like, climb up the ropes, and he climbed up, and I said, climb but higher, climb but higher. And then RPD slipped down, the back of Alton Thorne shoved him, hit me, and then I headbutted HT Drake in the nuts. And uh, all I heard was going, oh, my balls. Um, so there was, yeah, it was fun. It was good. I think um, oh, good. Soft Pro were, uh, they're good. They're good company. There's some great matches on there as well. I got to watch like the main event, which was um, a guy called Joseph Connors, who used to be at um, Walk Culture, which turned into Defiant before I was there. So we never yeah. crossed paths. And we used to cross paths a little bit on um, 3CW against a guy called Sam Gradwell. Mm-hmm. Um, who's like, and they both used to be signed to NXT UK and they went out and this building's fucking they so warm mm-hmm. and like they were on last fucking crowded bit in there like fucking ages everyone's kind of full of beer but also like really sweaty yeah and they went out and just had this fucking like barn burner I was just like oh wow that's great and, like I love smozzy wrestling so like I love like I love it if like the ref takes a fall yeah and then someone gets a count and there's no one there to count it and then like Oh, there's a belt shot, and oh my fucking god! And then a new refs. I love smozzy wrestling. Yeah, and their match had like technical wrestling. It had a brawl on the outside. It had like smozzy wrestling. It had a returning bad guy. It had everything I want. It had everything. A, yeah, everything I want from a wrestling match. And them guys are just fucking. They're so good. Like they're yeah. I was just watching this go like oh my god. I'm glad that's last because I would yeah. not want to. But the whole show was fucking unbelievable. There's cool. a guy called Ninja Mac there. He's I a also, ninja. I also owe you an apology because I was meant to come to the show, wasn't I? Sob Pro. Yeah, and you yeah, bailed on yeah, me to go to download. Yeah. You bailed on me to go to download with my missus. You had the offer. <laughs> you had the offer. Unbel- like, unbelievable. <laughs> There's going to be a Dark Side of the Ring episode about you. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm glad you had a good download. I had a, I had I'm a glad you had day. A good, I'm glad you had a good time with Manny. I think... Now, the next Saw Pro show is October, and I think we're going to do another Rory Coyle Presents. I'll go to that one. Um, I don't know what the theme is going to be. Maybe Video Store Massacre or Night of a Thousand Tapes or something. Ooh. I'm I'm coming up with these stipulations. I'm not in the match. <laughs> if he wins the next match, then he can have a match against me. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll do something bizarre. I'll go to the next one. I'll go to the next one. Don't, don't lie to me, Robert. No, I will. I will. Okay. I, was, I was excited for this show. And then the opportunity for download tickets came up so last minute. And I, I rang you. I rang you. I was like, 
That's bollocks. Question I mark? never answer my phone. Oh, oh, you do sometimes. I don't have notifications on my phone. You must have been actually holding your Aye. phone. If, any, if anyone's listening to this, a word of advice: turn off all notifications on your phone. I think it's. I think the life you live <laughs> must be bliss with that. Turn them off. I don't get text notifications. I don't get WhatsApp notifications. Nothing. I don't get phone calls unless I'm looking at my phone. Um, I don't get Twitter notifications, Instagram, any of that. I don't get email notifications. Turn it all off. And it's bliss. Live the life. Sometimes. <laughs> I just put my phone in a different room. Honestly, I kind of want to. And also, that. I just let my phone die on a regular basis. Oh, I, I, I enjoy a good, like, phone death. Phone's dead. Like... And, and then I have to say to Kirsten, can you, can you reply to Rob? Because my phone is dead. <laughs> um, but yeah, this has been a little bit of a different episode. We'll yes. do a movie episode next. But um, mm-hmm. I just wanted to see how your, how your download shenanigans see, were. I want to see how you were doing with the show as well. How the show was. It was good. Nice little catch up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're not going to do, you're not going to plug? Go do my plug, yeah. Go um, do the plug. I'm running out of um, the, uh, the t-shirt that we've dubbed the, the Kirsten's dubbed the Busty Golf Gears t-shirt, the sex, horror, and videotapes t-shirt. I'm actually getting down to the end of the line of them. Run a little bit low on um, Video Club, Sick Boy Video Club That's t-shirts. Cool. Um, same with the um, TV Ratchet Brains. Um, all merch is on RoryRassler.com, uh, Patreon.com slash RoryCoil, Twitter.com slash RoryRassler. Uh, Instagram is RoryRassler as well. Uh, upcoming shows, there is... If a you, show that I can't talk about because I'm not announced for it. Um, if if the merch is running low, does that mean there's new merch? There there will be new merch. Oh, new merch for the summer for the big show, the Hot Golf Boy Summer is going to be. Let's go. Um, so next shows are June. Just say it. Twenty sixth. Is that the next North show? Maybe June twenty sixth. Maybe Thunder yeah. Road. Uh, Ramagus Ace Matthews. He's a piece of shit. Um, and then the Big North show is on July 15th, 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 15th. Um, called Thunderstruck. And that's going to be the biggest show that we run to date. And I'm be cool. pretty sure in a week or so, we'll know what I'm doing on that show. I'm excited for this. So show. that'll be exciting. I'm excited for this. Um, but yeah, North, northwrestling.co.uk for all those tickets. And there we go. Thank you very much for listening. Right. Bye. Bye.